and welcome to Crimes Against Food. I'm Gloria Lind. I'm Mia Steele. And today we're going to be talking about barbecues. Ah, the Uh. barbecue. (laughs) This is a a source of kind of great sorrow, I think, to most British people. (laughs) The great British barbecue is really a thing of sorrow. (laughs) My funny valentine, sweet comic valentine we that, is, that is, is truly it's melancholy isn't it the it British is barbecue. melancholy it's sad. we've we've just experienced a very wet british summer <laughs> and uh and as we record this it's one of the first couple Bitter of days tears are springing into, into my eyes yeah and the first day. couple of days into september it hasn't stopped raining for what seems like a month yeah uh the heating is on inside the house <laughs> yeah. And you know, uh, I, I'm coating my, my, my winter coat. You know, you have a winter coat because uh-huh. it's it's kind of it's fully fifteen tog. It's yes. not it's not like a three it's tog summer duvet. jacket. Yeah, it's an actual duvet. I call it the bear. And, and when I can't wear it, I'm, I'm, it's at the point of the year when it's too just that bit too warm to wear it comfortable all the time. I have to take it off when I'm fast walking because I sweat. Yeah, but you know, it's it's worthwhile having it around, which is massively disappointment. What a magnificent letdown this has been. It's awful no summer just none just none but you see the resilience the plucky little british folk despite the fact that this runner this summer has been an absolute washout (laughs) we still persevere with the barbecue because you see in our mind the barbecue is summer yeah it is what is you know what could be more pleasant than than you know the grill going outside a glass of wine a beer that that friend's real round. smoke smell, especially if you if if you if you use wood, yeah. The three of oh oh god. The, the you know the smell going going past the the gardens on a bank mm. holiday as you walk past, friends round in the garden, and I know that you're about to go on. I see it in your eyes. The downer trip. Oh wait, and no, it's true. And the thing is, you're right. It is. We have a somewhat pathetic alliance with the barbecue. It doesn't really work for us, but. It's that once every eight or ten years, someone has a good one. And it's it's kind of branded in the minds of every British person who attends. And they think ever afterwards that every barbecue they throw or attend is going to be just like that one golden day back in 85 when they had burger and sausages and salad and beers. And um, it was it was comfort food and it was beautiful and it was crispy and perfectly cooked and juicy and you see, it I didn't believe that, that event. That, that and they barbecue. sat in the sun and drank and had fun. That see? that barbecue never actually existed. It just becomes more golden and kind of hazy as the years roll by. Mm. Actually, that barbecue in itself was actually just really rainy, I reckon. But it came less rainy as the years went on. That's I've my had a, a non-rainy barbecue, but it was it was riddled with familial tension. So it wasn't <laughs> as if we enjoyed it very much. <laughs> but I suppose we could, you know, we could start by kind of outlining exactly why people yeah. do par- persevere with the with the barbecue. Yeah. What what keeps bringing us back time and time again? Is it really the food? Is it really the food? <laughs> no, it can't be. We're British. It's about <laughs> the booze. Because we might be British and we might be kind of permanently overcast by cloud, but we're not all completely adult. <laughs> it's not the food, is it? I mean, what's a st- Astonishing is that it took us so long to branch out into the whole area of kebabs and things. <laughs> I mean, for a long time, it was it was a province of burgers and sausages alone. And now, if somebody has steak on a barbecue, I am a bit like, 
Ooh, fancy. You know, because I, know. I do think it is, is a stronghold of burgers and sausages, but that's because yeah. burgers and sausages done right are amazing. But, but there is that thing a bit yeah. of, yeah, why would you cook a, like a steak on a barbecue? Surely you cook cheaper things on the barbecue yeah. in my head. I can't quite bring myself. That's because we don't do it right. We don't do it we right. We don't do it right. And I have to admit, there's a lot of places that do it better than us, isn't there? My God, there are. Norm- normally places that are warm, where you can stand outside and where it's worth actually building an outdoor kitchen. That so won't be destroyed have... by the first of the summer rains, <laughs> let alone the kind of the winter deluge, the winter deluge that's going to occur, say, in October. I know. I'm always quite jealous when I see those kind of, you know, I've usually seen extreme makeover home edition, which I have to say I'm shockingly uh, fond of. Um, it's shocking. Oh, God, I'm that sorry. is disappointing. <laughs> I know. I am sorry. But especially <laughs> when they build them some kind of outdoor ranch home kitchen, I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. Look at that. Look, look. It's got like a built in barbecue grill thing oh. and a little room for like the cooking implements. Yeah. And the place to put your side salad that is and stand nice. your meat on you see that is what it's nice it's aspirational but completely unrealistic it's, it, it, it's not like saying like the outdoor you're talking about the outdoor cooking area and this is extreme home makeover i assume you mean the british edition no oh okay I'm i was gonna say otherwise you're just taunting the poor english folk <laughs> <Yeah>. look <laughs> this is what you could have if you had more than three days of clear skies a year Mostly that 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 grill is going to be a catch yeah. for water and <laughs> pigeon shit. <laughs> Great news for local squirrel community; they're going to build nests. But what is it we're always trying to capture when we do it? So we're thinking of like, yeah, yeah it, it I've is. got to say it's the US, it's Australia, yeah. you know, probably New Zealand, nonchalant, chilled, South Africa, sunny, South America. And do you know what it is? It's it's that whole. Men come inbuilt with tongues that spring forth from their wrists <laughs> like spiders' webs. They High just, fire. they feel great, don't they? Just stood there kind of casually turning the meat. Just, you know, looking at it. And and it, it's exactly the kind of cooking that appeals to men. This is why barbecues, I'm convinced, have taken such a stronghold of the British imagination. Because it's um, it's very much a domestic situation that's not dominated by the women. Men get involved with it and they love them because they get to stand looking macho and it's a whole kind of hit or miss. Will I poison you? I don't know. Let's let's guess. <laughs> let's see if the sausages are done. It's the hardiness. So you've got you've got like yeah you you feel in some way. This is what I love about barbecues. In some way, it somehow signifies this kind of naturalness and nature. When really, to do a barbecue right, you actually need. Shed loads of preparation, yeah. shed loads of equipment, or at least some pre-planning. You know, you need to have because first of all, we've got to talk about we've got to talk about your cooking equipment, haven't we? We probably have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and I, I, I don't get bogged down in this because it's it's the boring part of it, although absolutely necessary. I'm sorry, like Mary, the, being, the geeking, you know, the geeking yeah, it me is, is, yeah. is wanting to get out and talk about ovens. <laughs> you need a Weber and it can't be gas. <laughs> it's pretty much it. You can't afford to have your own sunken barbecue pit. Get out. Just get out. But you, I mean, in in other countries, you know, they have, they have you know, yeah, they clay do. ovens. and They have great big bloody spits that they'll turn an animal carcass on for hours at a time and people get to shave off the kind of delicately roasted shreds of meat oh no, that's a barbecue isn't it or you can but have an outdoor, outdoor grill you, oh, 
Well, I don't know if I almost, I almost don't approve of the outdoor grill. However, having used one in the UK, I might add, and what being do you mean an outdoor grill. What do you mean by grill? What it's like? Well, I mean, I think of grill as, uh, as in the grilled metal like barred surface that you lay meat on above the coals. Yeah, it's a bit like that, but you've kind of, it's kind of got a bit of, it's got a bit of extra gas power or electric power oh. to get it going so it kind oh. of you know it, it means that cheating yeah it's a bit cheating it means that you're not sat there either waiting for the barbecue to take or piling on like bottles and bottles of lighter fluid to get the thing to light or forgetting to forgetting that the barbecue takes about 40 minutes to heat up in order to cook it which is what happens at most yes. british barbecues everyone gets drunk yeah. And by the time the food comes, everyone's kind of so hungry, they're oh, beyond what they hunger. they do is, now you see this, to, because obviously we're called crimes against food. Here's barbecue crime one. Cooking your food too early. You put the coals on, the coals take, they burn at a ferocious heat. You put meat over it, they burn on the outside, it's not done in the middle, everyone gets food poisoning. Your coals need to die down a little. It should be smoke and heat, not like the surface of the sun beaming down on your sausages your poor innocent little porkers you need to you need to light your coals give it an hour go back when the heat is maybe 50 percent of what it was when you first started them going yeah and i would also add light your coals when the first guests arrive don't wait until everyone until is everyone's there, there and then light the because coals then the proper time to cook is about an hour after everyone got pissed yeah, it's which just is the truth. You know what I find is really, really useful actually because I've had some pretty sticky barbecue situations where the just bloody things just won't light and you end up using half a block of fire starters and things. Um, when you buy the, the kind of convenience packs of mm-hmm. coals and they're actually in a little kind of um, cotton threaded bag mm-hmm. and they have fire lighter in them already mm-hmm. and you light a corner and because the paper outer is obviously very flammable, yeah, it burns and gets all the coal going inside and all the fire lighters. And then after about three minutes, the paper's burnt away. The coals collapse into a nice little steady pile. They're all lit. So it's not like three coals burning, rest are dead. <laughs> um, or just blankly ignoring the heat. Um, and you've basically got a ready good barbecue within about 40 minutes. Ah, but see, then, we, then we're moving on expensive. to the question of the, f- of, of, of the fuel. Because there is the thing that some might say that... Uh, charcoal briquettes are of a non-sustainable source of fuel and really you ought to get sustainable charcoal to cook your uh whoa <laughs> buy briquettes define briquettes those little th- the, the things that are coals that, that look like coal they're briquettes and what what's sustainable what's the difference well you can actually get well you used to have in this country and why can't the sustainable ones be in the little ready ready to use bags well, because, you know, it's because just one of those yeah. things they don't. Because, and this is where I get, like, into some kind of real, like, geekery. Go on. Part of woodland management in this country used to be that you'd have a charcoal maker living in the forest. And they'd take all of the old, like, stuff, all of the old wood that was in the forest, and you 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 cook it or whatever um, without oxygen. So it kind of that it's smoke you know it, there's no smoke to it so it doesn't burn it just becomes this this fuel that doesn't burn quickly but yes. burns long so it's fascinating sustains the energy and it's a, it, it becomes a part of woodland management with kind of coppicing and stuff like that so uh, 
kind of charcoal briquettes that you can get might be taken from forests that are not managed in a sustainable way whereas if you take kind of sustainable mm. charcoal now you're opening up other avenues of things to regret about the barbecue namely one you know the fact that we shouldn't really be having them because it doesn't suit our climate we should we should have indoor parties that that's where we do well, well you know, we get to sit under a roof you but have to you it's, have it's to the fact that our things. kind of our yen for outdoor kind of alfresco dining this dream we have is actually being un- not environmentally friendly yeah you know there is a kind of the we to be honest though we do them so infrequently you yeah, know there, yeah, is, there is that but also i've i've been at a few i've i've been at a few few kind of barbecues in fact because where i used to live um, my uncle was a tree surgeon so they used to be just mostly logs um and we were too tight to buy uh to buy to buy charcoal bouquets you did it properly so we we we, we used you had to had a wood burning char- um barbecue that's amazing yeah. well it was one of those one of those kind of little very cheap um kind of wood like metal bowls essentially yeah, yeah that yeah. we uh we we just used to make a fire in wait till the embers died down and um cooked on that i remember the best one i ever used but it was a monster and it was only really suitable for huge family things it was half a barrel Ooh. like imagine if, if you cut down fr- from the top to the bottom of the center of a baked beans can yeah it was it was half oh, a barrel, and word. it it held a lot of coal and a lot of everything. Frankly, you you could have put, you know, small children in there. <laughs> it was um, get on there. It, it was big, fuel. but the fact was, it was no good for for us for like a family. It had to be the whole family, extended cousins. Oh yeah, Nana no, that's granddad. a party barbecue, isn't yeah. it? That's I mean, it's a bit but of a statement, it isn't it? To to own one of those, you'd be a bit like yeah. I have half you know <laughs> half the street around <laughs> you know enough. That I would want to have a barrel, yeah, you know, to, to fill to fill with charcoal. Oh, yeah, no, you, you got to you got to get serious about that. You know, I almost have a little bit of affection for you know those little portable barbecues that you can get, which are a foil tray filled oh, with charcoal yeah. briquettes. On the beach, I'll never forget. On the beach, lighting one of those little charcoal barbecues, oh. bit of fish grilled sardines oh now you're talking yeah grilled sardines on a barbecue on the beach i'm i'm guessing okay if anyone listening to this is actually from say a kind of a place in america or anywhere else in the world australia or argentina where barbecues are incredibly popular and done well um you're gonna be laughing at the puny puny a tiny puny a tiny puny barbecue it's literally like like the foil tray you get takeaway food in (laughs) it's minute it has maybe four or five briquettes (laughs) of coal um or you see i would call them lumps four or five lumps of coal and and a few fire starters in there and you light it and you can cook a few burgers on and it is it's it's mostly for students they're great for students in the parks in the summer they just tote one along to the park they illegally drink some beer and illegally use, the, use yeah. the barbecue and, it's and also it's also fire. can only be used in this probably in this country where you lighting a fire in an open public space yeah. isn't going to be a fire risk because you know it's so damn wet you know there's going to be no happen. problem with <laughs> within 10 minutes no no there'd be another shower but um i think yeah it's it's definitely a nod to kind of how influenced we are by the other more sunshine successful places yeah and yet we keep trying. And there are people in this country who do actually own outdoor kind of grill things. I love barbecues. I love the way meat tastes when it's on a barbecue. I love it when it's slightly burnt, smoky on the edges and really tender on the inside. Mm. And, oh man. 
That's nice. Right. So tell me me about an Argentinian barbecue. How do you do that? Um, Okay. Well, they call it something else first. They call it a Parisia. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's because it's actually spelled Mm P-R-A-I-A-A. Sorry, I-double-L-A. But the double L is said as in je. Je. uh, Because it's, you know, Argentina. And (laughs) and that's how I pronounce it there. Um, Because the Spanish is a little different in South America than it is to say in in real Spain, as it were. It's like Montreal. Yeah. Exactly. And so they have slightly different pronunciations. But man, do they they barbecue well? Because obviously it's Argentina, so they have the pampas. Mm -hmm. And they have these huge, huge herds of cattle. And you basically, you walk past kind of beautiful steak restaurants every night and you get things at a bargain price. I was eating fillet steak. Four nights a week for like six pounds a throw. Is it mostly it steak actually, on the barbecue? It makes no. Well, it's not actually the the thing about the Parisia. Parisia covers it covers barbecuing and grilling because uh, uh, the original Parisia was the the gauchos out on the pampas, mm-hmm. like mm. l- literally half a side of cow, ribs, everything, a bit of leg, whatever. Stick it on there. It would be barbecued. You you, you would take the cuts of meat off it when it was cooked. Okay, so you didn't, you didn't cut up the meat, cuts of meat, no, and then put it on. No, no, no. I mean, in, in in some big in some big restaurants in Buenos Aires, that they'll they'll sacrifice a big size of meat, and well, not sacrifice. They'll have them in the window cooking, so you can see as you go by, big half an animal turning around, and it is deadly appetizing. They do it brilliantly <sighs> because this is the thing about barbecues: you can't do them once a year and expect to get them right. Uh huh. They do it every week. It's basically what what the fact what the Argentine families have on a Sunday, say, instead of what we would have, and. I've spoken about this many times because it's my little sermon that I like to sing. It's not just the um, the steak. They do ribs. They do sausages, many different types of sausages. They basically give you every cut of meat you can possibly get from the cow in a nice big selection. But the Parisia covers not just the barbecue, but it also covers, say, a grilling aspect. So if you didn't have an actual barbecue going and you wanted to do like a fire grill on the in a, in, a, in a real kitchen, a professional kitchen, um, mm-hmm. a decent grill, they just it would be like a mixed grill or something like that. Is there any kind of you just oh. season it? Just salt and pepper on the on no, stuff? I don't even know if you need to do any of that. I mean, they have they have um, really kind of intensely flavored chili and coriander flavored garnishes and things that they, they give you called. Oh, they've got a really one's got a really strange name. Sounds like a man. I'm gonna think of it and get back to you. I might post it on the forum. And it's it's Excuse very me. very I'm Moorish. Just, yeah. Gloria's just dribbling all down herself. Yeah. Oh. And and you kind of you might tap a spoonful onto your plate with it, but the sausages, my God, I'm gonna mention once more the blood sausage. Where are you, my love? I've never had because we have blood sausage here, and it's a state of, you know, a lot of people don't like it. It is. It's 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 one to talk about, and I don't really care for blood sausage, black sausage in England, but the blood sausage in Argentina is not the solidified thing that we get here, the big solidified caterpillar that you just slice segments off. Um, there it is actually like a sausage shape and it's hot and moist and tender and vitally for me, there's no lumps or gristle in it. It's very smooth grained. Oh my God, I'm just choking on my own saliva. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. The, but okay, they what, do it really what, what well. What, what Argentines do, do Parisians really well. What do you have a Parisia? Like what do you have with, with meat in a Parisia? Apart from the salsa, that it you just well, like... no, that's pretty much it. You might have some bread, a bit of salad. I mean, <laughs> in modern restaurants, they'll do a vegetarian version, which I've tried, and which was absolutely awesome because you're talking about barbecue things like sweet potato, and again, this is something they don't do once a year. They do it every they do it every day. They know exactly how many minutes to put the sweet potato on before they put 
on the normal potato or at the very last minute, last time it's the courgette or something else or the aubergine. Mm. And you get this perfectly cooked selection. That is how well they understand their food because it's what they do. I think, yeah, the barbecue is a lot about timing, isn't it? it? It's, a, it's incredibly important. Understanding the heat and the timing is very important. Yeah, because that's one of the things, you know, if you put the burgers on first and the chicken on last... Prob- you know, you're going to have problems. You really. are, you are going to have problems. You're going to have food poisoning problems. Y- and, and, and it's, it's and very basic kind of... Yeah. burgers. Ouch. And, uh, and, and, and raw chicken. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not... Uh, mm, yeah. Juicy and cold in the middle. How mm-hmm. nice. But yeah, they do it very well. And it's, it's a huge part of their culture. And also, don't forget, it's Argentine beef. So it's, it's kind of... It's been living out this wonderful... Oh my stress-free God, I just existence need to go to on this big now. grassy plain. The meat is springy to the touch. I can't explain it. It's bouncy on your plate. It's, oh, man I'm, alive. I need to go uh, to Argentina now. This is food porn. <laughs> mead, is... mead, mead, give it to me. It's oh. so good. Oh. But um, let's not forget, I mean, but that's a very distinct barbecue in culture. Oh, yeah. And what's the social Separate thing around What's the social from, say, thing an around American it? one. Well, the, the, is it, the Argentine thing? In, it's a very family thing. Uh, it's okay. not exotic. It's not sexy. It's it's barbecue. It's Parisia. It's it's your basic kind of family meal. So very roast traditional. Dinner. People have them on Sundays in their back gardens. Yeah, it's what you're invited around to. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's your Sunday lunch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very very kind of um, good safe party meal. Mm-hmm. Grandma and grandma will definitely be invited. Right. Whereas right. in America, I think the barbecue there has a much sexier kind of reputation. It's, okay. it's, a, little, it's a bit party. It is. I think a bit of NASCAR and people in bikinis and things like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like sure the barbecue is ju- just an excuse to kind of lay around the pool and look fabulous. Uh, if I'm sure you have family kind of barbecue stuff going on. The thing is there is you probably, you know, well, not in all parts of America, but a, lot, yeah. a large part of the States, some of the, you know, hotter ones, you know, just come out. Oh, I think this evening we'll just put something on the grill because we can be outside, it being September. Exactly. Because it's warm. All the time. All the time, you know. I'm just lucky like that. I'll just be here in my, in, in my bathing suit turning something over on the grill yeah it's a slight it's got a slightly different feel though you feel like you actually should be drinking beer yes whereas the argentine thing is is definite kind of obviously it's it's meat and wine what they have there Mm -hmm. but america it it does it feels more of like a casual bottle of cold beer with your and ribs or ribs instead of steak yeah yeah yeah. ribs and ribs and burgers i'm not dissing either of them They, they both have their qualities and they both appeal to me greatly i think i think actually that it's only the British that want to put burgers on the barbecue. Like, really obsessively. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I shit, yeah, it is. I think me. it is. It is. I don't know anybody else who thinks that burgers belong on a barbecue. Yeah, they're like, no, shit, just put them in the kitchen. Why would you put them bur- on the barbecue? They kind of crumble. What's wrong with you? And we're like, yeah, let's put these crumbly things on the barbecue. But do you think that's a bit of kind of ignorance about what the uses you can you can put a steak to do we we're like whoa that, that's expensive meat you know we're not just going to throw it on, on a grill outside yeah You've got to i do it think properly. so because it's occasional yes it's like it's occasional you don't always know that it's going to go right that's right whereas and and also you know australia put fish on the barbecue throw a shrimp on the barbie I knew one of us was going to say that. I can't believe you said it without an accent. Give it another go. Give it another go. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. That's fairly convincing. <laughs> oh, <thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, flaming garage. <laughs> Drop on your head. You dirty, downright mongrel. <laughs> 
What, why are we both male Australians? I don't know because you have to be. <laughs> yeah, you do. You have to be called Sheila. Alf. <laughs> you are called Alf. Uh, I am called Alf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Alf is like the hero. This is what happens when a nation grows up on the soaps that Shit. no one in the other country watches. Yeah, just us. Yeah, just us. So you get all these all these people who are actors over there who are only famous in England. Yeah. And and they're only famous to kind of people who are unemployed or students. <laughs> that they're the only people who watch it religiously. Uh. But it's got quite a following. Neighbours oh home yeah. and away. Love it. We've lost it. We lost the barbecue. Thing. Uh, uh, sorry. The thing that occurred to me was we haven't really discussed. I mean, there's a whole kind of competitive, you know, uh, who? ownership yes. of um, of things like meat rubs. Oh, yes. And sauces. Yes. And things to put on your meat things to marinate your meat in oh yeah which get... i think strikes me as a very american thing in a good way like the deep south they have dry rub and things mm, yeah and you kind of have like things cooking slowly and kind of yeah pulled pork and that sounds mm. dirty doesn't it but uh i think there's i mean this is a conversation with the day but america in general just calls to me like a siren from a rock I know, I know just the food for a there culinary. is going to be amazing. Yeah, I just, just from go. a culinary point of view, I want to go and eat the freakish things. Like, what do you call it? Like, like you know, all the kind of, especially the southern food. <laughs> like everything the twice battered and and, and, what? and, and, and grits. Oh, you know, all the southern food, like everything heard, was like, let's deep fry it. I think I've heard it. of grits. It looks absolutely foul. Polenta, What's grits? Polenta. Oh, is that all it is? It's, oh, it's semolina. Not oh, semolina. God, Sorry, I beg your pardon. Cornmeal. Well, it just sounds meal, and you can wrong. have sloppy grits or or other kind of grits. I don't know. It does sound and, and dumplings, not dumplings, biscuits. What are they called? Biscuits, yeah, and gravy, biscuits, which is scones in a sauce, which is wrong because scones are supposed to be with jam and butter. I know it's it, it's insane, but yeah, and 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 catfish. I'm not sure if I want to eat catfish. I would definitely eat catfish and tamales. And, and <gasps> I do like my Mexican food. Yeah, and 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 but and, you know, what I don't like. Mexican cheese and, you know, like the kind of generic American cheese. They don't oh, do that well. That's shocking. It is that's shocking. That's bad. Yeah, there are some things that, you know. Cheap plasticine cheese. Oh, yeah. At least, at least, yeah. But anyway. they do, but getting back to barbecues, you know, they do, th- well. they do that well. They do that yeah. very well. I mean, I laughed. My, my friends have recently emigrated to New York and this is not a barbecue story. It's a meat story. <laughs> and they, they got off the flight after, you know, a long time and they were pretty jet lagged. And they said, oh, okay, it's our first day here. And they're actually on a fact-finding mission to try and find an apartment because they were moving out the month after. So this is one of their early trips. And they got there and they're called Ben and Maria. Hi, Ben and Maria. <laughs> and, and Ben drags Maria, his lovely wife, into a restaurant in New York. And he's like, Maria, stay awake. Stay awake, Maria. <laughs> um, we're going to have a steak because we're in New York and that's what you do. But we, that's just testament. That's how kind of deeply set in our head it is. Americans do meat well. They yeah. have the cattle. Yeah. It's cattle land. They do yeah. it very well. You know, you can go there and it's it's kind of, it's just eponymous, isn't it? Yeah. You really identify one thing with them. And um, and they were sat there and he said, Maria's face was like nodding into a $50 <laughs> steak dinner. And he said, and whilst he was wolfing down his, forcing himself to do it, he was barking questions at her. Maria, what's your middle name? <laughs> Maria, what time is it up this morning? And she was like, ah, I can't, I can't, babe. I love you, but no. <laughs> And he's like, Maria, Maria, what's your mother's name? Where do we live? We're moving. Where are we now? What date is it? <laughs> In between frantic snatched mouthfuls. And he said afterwards, all I could think was, I'm not not eating both of these steaks. It's cost him like a hundred quid for, for a couple of steaks in what he thought was a rather modest looking establishment, you know, because he knew it'd be wasted on them. 
two dead two jd and coke two steaks hundred dollars and he was like shit we're not falling asleep into these dinners so he was prodding his like size eight wife who she's tiny and she could barely you know keep her eyes open what's what's 22 times 46 tell me now he said it, she ate like a quarter of a meal and just pushed it in front of her and slumped she's and doggy he, bagged. he manfully ate the rest <laughs> so, yeah i know it's like you are a beast he was like well i just paid a hundred dollars for two steaks there's no way i wasn't going home without them <laughs> but that's what i mean that's the first thing they did and frankly i'm not sure it wouldn't be the first thing i would do when i got there mm. like give me a steak give me a goddamn steak give no, me something. actually no it wouldn't be a steak it'd be breakfast for me I'd yeah have to get oh, that's breakfast. true that's true but they did land in like the, the evening yeah. so american time yeah, I don't know what I'd have. I don't know if it'd be steak though. Uh, it depends where I was, but I don't know if it'd be steak. But yeah, I digress. And you see, and then of course, you know, the Australians with their with their with their shrimps on the barbie and the, <laughs> and I I have a I have a New Zealand I have a I have a, lot, a number of New Zealand friends. I got annexed by the New Zealands when they moved to London. <laughs> then it's kind of sort to recolonise us after we kind yeah, of let yeah, them yeah. go. They're like, <laughs> you were the starting coming post. Coming back, yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, the, the, there was West Norwood, a small annex of uh, Wellington, New Zealand, and uh, yeah, the obsession. And this guy is is an absolute epitome. Like, show him a barbecue, or show him an evening which looks moderately like it might not rain. He has no interest in cooking apart from man food. It's great, isn't it? Oh, wasn't I there for all of his barbecues? You were. It was quite the affair and it went really well. Yes. Yes. I it think did. he did he did he did do, did he do the beer can chicken that night as well? He did. Yeah. Although I will say for all of his cooking skills, he trashed the kitchen. Yes. Wow. That yes. was that was that was as shocking as the barbecue was. <laughs> Well done, man. You re- within about half an hour, I think. It went, oh, God. <laughs> Scott, yeah. we salute you. <laughs> <laughs> we salute you. He's a great host and he trashed the kitchen. <laughs> but that that was, yeah, I was not expecting that at all. We went into his back garden. There were sofas out there. There were chairs. There was a whole decking area. It became quite you know you have to have the warm setup. country atmosphere yeah you have to have the setup you see and this is where we go back to the preparation so everyone's like oh yes barbecue go out into the open air bloody bloody mm-hmm. blah and then you find the most successful barbecues you've been at there's been a little bit of planning going there you know definitely you've got to have the outdoor furniture yeah you've got to have uh somewhere warm to stay You've got to have, uh, you know, if you're in some sunny climb, that doesn't really matter. You've got to have something to cook on. You've got to have started up the fire before your guests arrive. Yes, yes. You've got to have the cooking implements. And to be honest, a lot of things you probably need to have prepared before the guests arrive. Yes. And this is where we come down to other, yeah, the kind of constant crime against against food with a barbecue is, 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 is the food poisoning. That's one everyone's... Minds. Oh God, I don't know yeah. if like if it's <laughs> just this, thinking I, about it. Jesus I don't know. Christ. I don't know if you just get this in the UK. Is it only in the UK though? We're absolutely paranoid about being poisoned from barbecues. So we cremate things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, or people look at food and pick at it, pick yes. it apart. I'm sorry. I think I know. Look in the middle. I How know. pink is pink? If it's oozing, if it's oozing pink bloody juice, it's too pink. But you can flip it and tell pink, from the texture. Right. You can tell you can. from that. You don't even need to kind of look at it. You can bite into it. And if it doesn't give, might not be that cooked. Yeah. See, I don't know. 
I don't know if, if it's wrong of me, but I kind of think that picking something apart when someone has cooked it, even if, you know, you might rude. getting food poisoning, it's yeah. a little bit rude. It is. It's a little bit like... But then, with our history <laughs> of barbecues, can you really blame them? <laughs> and the thing is, British barbecues, it's never just meat. They always have things like balls of crisps on standby because they know that these half people there will go, I'll just have a tiny cremated sausage, thanks. And leave all the other pork products to other people who've got stronger stomachs than I. Because they're convinced that something will go wrong. Oh, and so we... then they'll just eat Doritos and dip. Oh, we should probably run da- round down. You know, if you're going to someone's house for a party kind of barbecue, like your, your standard party barbecue, right? You're going to have burgers. Yeah. And there can be many levels of burgers. Good ones, cheap ones, everything in between. Yeah, everything in between. Homemade ones, oh, wow. if you're lucky. But, you know, quite often there'll be supermarket ones fresh from the cabinet or you could end up with the as the frozen burgers. 14 a bag. 14 a bag. Very Jesus. nice. <laughs> then you're definitely going to have sausages at yeah. a British barbecue. Definitely going to have sausages. And again, you can run the whole gamut from from really cheap kind of no pork Absolutely. product in there. The cheaper the meat products, I would advise you, the earlier you should start drinking. <laughs> That's just a general and, rule. And the more cremated you want the yeah, food. Yeah. Burn and it <laughs> and drink a lot. You'll be fine. And it goes right up to, you know, you can have some really amazing venison sausages I had at a barbecue recently. You know. It was a it was a barbecue. Oh my god. It was a barbecue. Gloria. It was a barbecue by foodies. Venison sausages and wild boar sausages. I'm just I'm gonna spit on you from where I sit. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. I mean, what else do we have? Oh, yeah, and some marinated pork. And, uh, oh, there was kind of, yeah, spicy chicken wings. And, uh, yeah. Oh, you always have, you have some form of chicken. And yeah. then and then you'll have a vegetarian option. Depends no, I was, on the I was about to say, the chicken tends to be the vegetarian option. <laughs> <laughs> Before Britain became really au fait with vegetarians at large, like they were out and about in your community and perhaps even in your family too. It was like chicken was the option for people who didn't really like meat. <laughs> they can have white meat, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it's healthy. <laughs> and then you get, so you, if you're a vegetarian, right, you could end up with your bog standard vegetarian sausages. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. Vegetarian burgers, not so much fun. You're really lucky you'll get some kind of nice vegetarian skew with like some halloumi cheese. Someone Ooh. might have been quite a little bit imaginative. That does work well, yes. It does work. Then, right, cheap white bread rolls. Absolutely. No barbecue. If, if you try to bend them, they will fall apart into crumbs. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think even if your poshest barbecue... Needs cheap white bread rolls. Yeah, cheap white not bread rolls. Not the same otherwise. Yeah. I mean, you're you know, anticipating that particular taste, don't mm-hmm. you? And then you have to have the condiments of... Ketchup, yes. Uh, HP sauce, check. And uh, what's it? What's the other one? You kind of you have some kind of hamburger relish or something like that. I was I was hoping you were going to say that because that's what I always have. There's yeah. always and it, oh, for mustard. me, it oh my god, mustard! How could I? How could I forget the mustard? On sausages, it's brown sauce naturally because I'm a northern girl. Um, burgers, ketchup or relish? Ketchup or relish? I'm never sure which. Sometimes I have both. And the other day I tried something. Uh, my, my auntie had a barbecue for her for, for her little girl's first birthday party. Obviously, it was pretty much lost on the baby because she's not into solids yet in that big a way. But, um, but the rest of us enjoyed it enormously. And when she'd gone to bed, we really laid into the wine. But before that, she'd um, she, with a burger, she had this like weird burger relish. And it was a bit like Big Mac sauce from McDonald's. 
Very nice. Oh, yeah, no, that is. Very it's nice. wrong. It's a little bit wrong, but it's right. See, I have to have mayonnaise. It's a potato salad. It's quite a British thing to have, I think, at a barbecue. But how many people salad. make it fresh? I know, shocking. They, they bring it out of the can and it tastes like crap. I, I can't believe that you wouldn't. It's not that hard to no, make. It's not. Little nuggets of frozen potato in a weird white sauce. That's tasteless. Supermarket what? potato salad. We we send you down the shoot of shame. Yeah, shoot of shame. They go right down there. Crisps, definitely. Always. Fine. Yeah, always Always crisps. Uh, always. And, and if you're really lucky, you might get that retro dip selection. Oh, yeah, all together. It's a bit of a crime, but I love it. You get a little, you get from a supermarket and you get a little four, four section one. That's right. One and, of them is a... Regardless of what flavours they are, there's always one white with speckles, one orange, <laughs> w- w- one red and a bit transparent, another white. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, with the kind of sour cream and chai of uh-huh. cheese and onion. Yes. Thousand Island. That's right. It's the Thousand Island that's orange. The cheese and onion is the one that always throws me because I think <laughs> I know you're supposed to taste like something. But I don't know what. What are you? What are you? And you might have some kind of yogurt one. Uh, I'm not sure what the other one is. I'm never sure what the other one is. The no. other one is mystery. It is mystery. Mystery sauce. That's quite. It's quite a good one. You, 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 I, th- I hope if you're listening, you're getting an idea of just how low rent they, they British barbecues are. And and yet in our heads we're eating this substitute, this, yeah, uh, dry Banquet. roll with this char charred burger inside. No, and 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 imagining a kind of summer evening with the with the with the kind of rays of sun gently caressing the kind of the garden. Yeah, you know, it always happens in people's back gardens. It does. You know, and 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 a kind of cold bottle of beer and a few friends around. I know what you're saying is right. I know you are kind of intellectually understand that you're correct, but just saying it makes me want. Even even if the reality is standing under the shelter of someone's coat whilst I walk down an uncooked burger drenched in ketchup in a cheap white roll, supping out a, bo- a, a glass of fairly horrid cheap red wine. From a um, carton yeah. that you're drinking more of in order to be able to eat the food. That's it, that's it. But even then, I still enjoy it enormously. <laughs> that's the lure of the barbecue. That's why it always wins and you always go out. That's why Asda sell out every time we get a sunny day in England, which is... Maybe twice a year. <laughs> All the local supermarkets sell out of um, coal and sausages yeah, in the like afternoon. With a everyone is like, shit, this is my opportunity. Quickly, go. Quick, go. Yeah. Seriously, I, 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 can't, I can't begin to express the enthusiasm of the British population <laughs> for barbecues. And it's, and it's a triumph yeah. of optimism. And they have because, to do it, yeah. Because, you know what? I can remember the good barbecues, <laughs> but I tell you, I've had more bad barbecues. Overwhelmingly so. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. You know, although I must, I think a lot of it goes into there again. It's that very British spirit mm-hmm. of, you know, it might be shit, but <laughs> ho ho, we're into it anyway, and it's very like knee slapping. We'll we'll see you through. What we'll do instead of really getting to the food, we'll just have four taboo and lemonades, <laughs> and then we'll go home and have a row with the husband, <laughs> and your barbecue will be considered a great success because I got lashed instead of eating. Yeah. Um. One year. This has become a bit anecdotal about it. The best barbecue I, I, I ever had, and my mother does them very well, mm-hmm. because she either does tiny ones where it's me, her, her partner, perhaps a neighbour, but in a really small way, like no more than four or five people, a few burgers, a bit of salad, nice fresh bread, simple. It's just simple supper outside. Or she'll go absolutely kind of 
corkscrew nuts. One time, it was one o'clock in the morning when she decided that we didn't have enough wood to continue our barbecue slash bonfire night, <laughs> which we'd had a really kind of late Indian summer. I think she decided to have bonfire night about a month early. And um, we ended up taking a sledgehammer to a shed <laughs> in our garden. It was fairly substantial. Um, and uh, the police were called because we, the, 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 the barbecue was still going at five the next morning. And all the little suburbanites who lived around us were like, oh my God, we have to go for work in an hour. And you're still with your friends laughing and joking like it's fine. And um, it was amazing. Uh, we woke up the next morning and there was just a pile of ashes where the shed had been. <laughs> and, and like kind of silver foil wrappers because she, she just kind of put the oven on at two in the afternoon, put about 70 jacket potatoes wrapped in foil, crammed them in left them in there for five hours, brought them out, served them up with all kinds of things and then stuck the barbie on. Brilliant. And burgers and sausages in a really casual, drunk, help yourself, you might get poisoned way. Oh. And it was, it was fantastic because there were so many people, no one could be held directly responsible. <laughs> they knew they were at her house just enough to be concerned that they didn't want to trash it, but they couldn't really pinpoint it on her if they got sick. Uh. <laughs> it, was, it was winning. Well done, mum. <laughs> That's it. It's a yeah, see, I have fond memories and I think the setting does make it as well. Recently we took and it wasn't amazing, but we took a the barbecue itself, hmm. but it was made by the setting, which is uh, there's a local beauty spot to to here, um Bolton Abbey, painted by Turner. Oh um, which is really beautiful ruins of an abbey, um, set in this valley in the uh, Yorkshire Dales with the river running through it and it's just, ah, it's really beautiful. Really so, sorry beautiful. to interrupt, I was there on Sunday for the first time ever. Oh my God. Bizarrely. Carla. First time I, ever. I, I've never even been through it. Carla said to me, five o'clock in the afternoon, um, do you fancy a drive? I'm really bored. And I was like, I was hungover to hell, obviously. We'd been to a barbecue the night before you and I. And um, I'd said I couldn't come and see you because I was knackered. We went for a drive. We drove around that area. Never seen the Abbey before. I it can't. It is super. I can't believe, I, I'm sorry, I'm just, I can't quite believe that Mia's never been on out my doorstep, never seen it. It's about, it's about half an hour, 40 minutes outside Leeds mm. and it's beautiful. And the innovation of Bolton Abbey is that they have a section, a car park, which is further down the river, uh, away from the Abbey, where you can rock up with your car, with your barbecue and have a barbecue down by the river in this beautiful spot. And I've been down there before and they've got people got like their tents up and there's like loads of big families. And there's quite a lot of them um, because the area it's in, you know, you get a lot of extended Asian families kind of down there, like like seven generations having this <laughs> yeah. enormous barbecue down by this, this river in this beautiful, beautiful spot open till nine o'clock at night. So you no can way. go down there. So we went down there Friday after work. Everyone got together, bought the barbecue down. Just everyone drove out together and uh, we had that a fantastic... amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. Really good. Although I did make some jerk chicken, which was a bit challenging for everyone. Jerk chicken on a barbecue, amazing. However, you have to test the uh, the heat tolerance of your audience first. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fairly hot, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I thought, you know what? Screw this, like... Uh, supermarket jerk seasoning and I still haven't made my own jerk seasoning but I thought oh, I'll go down to the uh, I, I live not far from a kind of area which is Home kind stores, of, a West Indian place Yeah, big yeah. West Indian area So I thought, you know what I'll go and get myself a jar of jerk seasoning slather it on 
And they had about seven different varieties of jerk seasoning. <laughs> Did you get the one with the picture of a volcano on the front? <laughs> yeah. No, I got the one called Grace because I, I, I recognised the brand. And I was like, oh, I quite like their other stuff. I'll, I'll have some of this. And um, it was it was re- re- rechristened Holy Hell Gloria Chicken. Wow. Because everyone was like, oh, my God, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- have you put in this? Uh, yeah, I can imagine. It was nice, though. I liked it. They just had wusses, couldn't deal with it. That's that's cowardly. But, but you see, I have to say, the food was overshadowed by the, set, by the setting. All right. Okay, you completely sold me on this. Bolton Abbey. I mean, I've seen it kind of from a distance. I didn't quite get Turner's perspective on it, shall we say. Um, we have to go. We have to do it. Yes. Possibly have to wait until next year, unless we get a bit of an Indian summer again this year. Pray. Which would be nice. Pray, pray for pray, an pray, Indian pray. summer. Oh, my goodness me. But I will, um, a, jerk chish, a jerk chicken edition is good in salads. Yes. Jerk chicken salad. It cool is. Cream or in a wrap. It's Ooh. also good. It's also a, a way forward for, for, for... As usual, talking about food with you, I'm starving. I know. I've, I totally failed. You see, I think this, this is just, it's been an episode of, because... Barbecues are all about reality deferment, at least yeah. if you're in the UK. It's Definitely. about a wish for a reality that doesn't quite exist, but you might be able to create through a barbecue. And so it's kind of quite a, quite a nostalgic episode, almost. So it's not nostalgic because it's what for could have been. It's, it's for, yeah, it's for yeah, it's for what could have been rather than what was, mm. isn't it? And so it's a kind of crimes against food, but you know we recognise that. I can't really condemn our crimes because we were we were striving. Exactly, it's, it's more of a testament to our kind of. It's ridiculously upbeat and happy go lucky to think we can do it. We never learn, and yet that's the most appealing thing about them. It's that hopeful. Well, you never know. Kind of cock of the elbow, jaunt of the eyebrow. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. This time might be the one. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna marinate my chicken. I'm gonna make the sides because for me, if I was gonna make my my ideal bar- barbecue, mm. I want homemade burgers. I want some marinated meat. Um, you know, maybe pork. Quite like oh, a bit of, yeah, bit of pork. Yeah, but bit some chicken. Make your own burgers. What? What's your binding agent? I know someone who uses ketchup. I don't works. actually use any binding agent. Really? Yeah, no, just mold the burgers. Like really simple, minced meat, and um, sometimes I used to use a bit of pesto in there, which is nice. But um, I don't. Uh, yeah, no. At the moment, my at the moment, my 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 thing is a little don't even use any. I sometimes use a bit of breadcrumbs don't even use any you just use a bit of breadcrumbs and egg don't even use that anymore don't even need it bit of minced onion which i like in burgers i do yeah and wow. uh salt and pepper okay dash of worcester short sauce yeah sometimes oh, gosh and literally if you if you cook them quick that's if you're doing them in a grill pan if you're doing them like that you can just literally a lot of salt and pepper on the outside and then just do them just do them don't need any binding agent. I can chew my own tongue off and swallow it. That sounds so nice. It's really good. It's really nice. I, I, it took me a while to kind of come to the decision that actually <laughs> I didn't need to tart about with burgers, that I was just going to have good mince and, and seasoning and that was it. It was, it was a... It was a, long a defining road. moment in your barbecue hunt. Yeah, yeah. no, it was. It was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. But then you know, after this, I'm going to kind of expect you to have... The best barbecue nights ever. And yeah, but the thing is, it. though, it's so you see because barbecue nights you can't control. That's why you like your mum's spontaneous barbecue is so good. It's because yeah. you've got to react to the moment. Even though I said it's all about preparation, all you can do is prepare and hope. Yes, and then true. beyond that, you know, you can put the things in place, 
which is why barbecues are unlike kind of normal cooking because you know you can generally control a lot yeah. of what happens but barbecues there's always that element of the it's unknown true. the british have a r- romantic relationship with food that is eaten outside yeah it's eternally kind Picnics, of yeah hopeful barbecues Oh, and because we, we can so rarely do it, it's imbued with this sense of kind of nostalgia and beauty and hope. And it's it, they're always the days that you remember as well because you get to do it so rarely. Oh, the weather's man. so inconstant. You can't do anything. And nowadays, if you get a decent day, look, the wasps in England, there's a there's a <laughs> surf of wasps at the moment. There have been for a couple of years. And it's like they've just realised, oh God, oh God, we're massively breeding out of control in a country that never stops raining. This is a nightmare. But usually what happens is you get a good day, you go to a wood, you go for a picnic and you're kind of surrounded by biting, stinging insects. Britain is not the place for alfresco dining. And yet we love it like nobody else does because yeah, we can't have it. You know, really it's, it's what we do. lost after. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I think some, I think barbecues on the beach are fantastic because there's something about the salt air that makes yes. everything Great. Makes you hungry. Yeah. yeah. Barbecuing by water, I generally like. You oh, know, gosh. not just in a, a back garden. That's where your little portable barbecues come in. You know, you it's can't fine. do that with a grill, can you? You no. can't do that with your Argentinian great big fire. So where are we going? To the oh, beach? Oh, to cook? Yeah. When, 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 when? I see. I, I wonder if Bolt Abbey might be easier. All right. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's I, definitely do it. Do you think, I do wonder if it's the location Barbecue locations. I'd be interested to know people's perfect barbecue locations. I'd like to know that. I'd like to know, but I'm going to throw this out there. I think a barbecue improves whichever location you're in, even if it's a crappy like back back garden, which is mm-hmm. not very nice. People are happy when it's barbecue time. Yeah, even if it's raining crap. And the food shit, yeah. And the food's rubbish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been to a few where the food's... Actually, it's very self-delusional, isn't it? Mm. People just buy into it. Mm. Totally. Totally. It's sure sh- it's churlish not to, isn't it, really? <laughs> if you're in a restaurant and you'd spend that much on food, you'd be like, I'm not eating this. Yeah. What? And yet in somebody's garden, this? you kind of you you utter cries of delight around their twenty pence rolls and fifty burgers for a pound. You know, you're like, Oh, it's amazing. I love well what done. I've had such a great night. Thanks <laughs> so much. Food was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff that you bought in from the supermarket and usually it's only because as i found myself last week at our friend's barbecue um you can't say anything bad because you realize that 11 p.m you were so hammered you were dipping potato salad out of a tub with your fingers (laughs) and (laughs) and there's no real comeback from that you can't criticize anybody after you've been caught being such a dirty dog or wrestling the host for control of the cd player hey (laughs) i just put that cd on and he was all i'm gonna change it something else and I said, it's halfway through the first song when I see that I'm just entered. I'm a guest. I have right of way. Back off. Degenerated. Degenerated quickly. <laughs> Although yeah. I have to say, Mia really had the upper hand. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's surprisingly weak when he's had a drink. <laughs> it's brilliant. He's like some kind of malleable dolly. Rolling <laughs> around. I think everyone should have a friend like that. He's someone who's just really good-natured and amused and kind and of smiles. just really pliable. Yeah. You can do anything with him. You can move his hands <laughs> around and kind of put him in a position where you want him to stand, sit, plonk him up, plonk him down. It's great. Never yeah. takes offence. Never takes offence. It's all really <laughs> He's amusing. stood and cooked for you and before you know it, you're grinding his face into the living room floor <laughs> going, get off the CDs. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. It's his house. Didn't even mind. No, it was no. all terribly amusing. Do you know, I took some CDs too. 
Did you? Yeah. The, this, the, this is what a small family we are. He, um, I took three CDs going, they're nice. I'm going to borrow these and I'll bring them back and it'll never know I've had them because I knew they were new. Um, he thought it was Paddy. He sent Paddy a big dirty, you, you dirty thief text message. And Paddy said, um, it wasn't me. Try that mirror. Uh, and that's when he texted me saying, I don't suppose by any chance you've stolen from me. And I had to say, guiltily, soberly, yeah, maybe I did. And you went to his barbecue. His I know. barbecue. I his went, field I ate, of dreams. I ate, his I ate, his, I ate his, his field of dreams and then I took his possessions. <gasps> that's shocking. That's shocking. You see, that's what happens when you hold yeah. a barbecue. It all gets out of hand. Uh, yeah but i think we've kind of we, I, I hope we've explained a little of the significance of the barbecue for us i'd love to know about you know interesting things that people do with and if anyone's got food. any tips for kind of for, for good meat marinades or rubs or anything like that anything that improves our chances yes i'd like to know because you have to take into account that you know we are unschooled in this area yeah really every chance every chance we've got yeah, we need. desperately. We need to know. Yeah. You know, because it's going to rain, essentially. <laughs> We're already dealing with that. We yeah. can't focus on everything at once. If we, if we could be prepped, that'd be really, really useful. <laughs> so if you if you have any useful tips or tricks, um, do go to www.simplysyndicated.com and go to the forums. We've got our own little link in the forums, Crimes Against Food. Um, while you're there, you can check out some of the other shows. You can have a little mooch around the forums. People are nice there. Um, you can, you know, buy some shows, buy some T-shirts, check out yeah. other shows that are on the network. Uh, look at the nice site. It's kind of pretty. Yeah, admire the logos. They're admire, good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's all good. And, uh, and yeah, generally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I really I finished on a high there, didn't I? Yeah, you really did. Oh. We took it to a good place yeah, and watched did. it roll away from us. Oh, I know. We were so nearly there. So I've been Gloria Lind. I've been Mia Steele. And this has been Crimes Against Food. Thank you very much for listening. Thank Bye. you.